Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Box Office Speeddown with myself and my co-host, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I am doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So uh, we are going to begin to the box office, everyone. If you're new to the show, welcome. We go through the top five of the box office for the weekend. And this weekend, we are talking about the top five from the weekend of March 5th. 2021 let's get into it here we had the opening uh releases for raya and the last dragon uh chaos walking and boogie ray and the last dragon of course before we get into the numbers is uh doing the disney plus premiere access um for 29 dollars. so it's interesting to see how this is going to measure up with the uh, disney plus kind of premium so Let's get your thoughts here, Larry. Uh, what came in at number one this week? So coming in at number one is, in fact, Raya and the Last Dragon, bringing in $8.6 million in its first weekend of release at the domestic box office. Looking at its worldwide haul, the film has so far brought in $26.2 million total from the worldwide Okay, so well, a lot of a uh, lot of interesting things going on here with this eight point six for the weekend. I believe you and I estimated a little bit higher for uh for it this weekend. I forget what we both totaled, but uh eight point six going up uh with uh it had it was in twenty no two thousand theaters. And uh, going up against last week with uh, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry had that really good opening with 13.7. And then we have Ryak opening up with 8.6. So very interesting to, to see what really went down here as far as the Disney Plus numbers. Does this mean that more people did the Disney Plus premiere access? Or does this mean that uh, a lot of people just wasn't that wasn't that interested in the movie? I I don't know where, where to kind of go with this number. Uh, Eight point six, I think, is still good, you know, given the times we're in. But you know, a lot of animated movies have done better uh, as far as yeah. the pandemic goes. So, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know really what to make of it, especially since Tom and Jerry was free on HBO Max, uh, same day as it was released into theaters and still made that money, whereas Raya was $30 or theater. Um, Plus, I mean, I guess Tom and Jerry is also a known brand for parents. So if, you know, maybe they just thought they were going to go see something they knew they were familiar Mm. with they didn't know about this raya and you know i think maybe it was about who was the first out the gate uh maybe you know people spent their money and went and did their thing last week but they're not going to go to the movies two weeks in a row with their family so yeah i don't know uh it was a shock i was actually shocked at the raya number i was disappointed it didn't do better but it's also Junior. in 500 less theaters than tom and jerry which is interesting but yeah i uh was very uh kind of taken aback by the number because i just presume of course we were we weren't coming on here saying like 20 no, million no. you know we were i forget where we were last week we were, i think we were like in the 15s at least yeah. or like the 14 or something so i definitely thought it was gonna be a little bit higher than tom and jerry but i do 
forget how Tom and Jerry does have that IP to kind of go off on. And we'll, we'll get into Tom and Jerry's number, but I think it took away a lot of Ryer's steam because yeah. it only it only dipped 53 percent um, yeah. in the second week. So uh, which is which is good, really good. And I also think some of the other films uh, coming out like it's like the it's like one of the first weekends where we have legitimate comp- competition going at each other yeah. in the box office, which hasn't happened in a long time, you know. Yeah, Tom and Jerry was all by itself last week. It came out first. Yeah. Had all of these other family films or teenager films. So it it really had nothing to compete with, while Raya had two other releases that did at least okay, plus Tom and Jerry to compete, compete with. So yeah. I definitely think yeah. all of that really factors in. Yeah, same. And um, I don't really know what to make of the Disney Plus premiere access because they didn't do it with Soul. They did it with Mulan. Um, that wasn't coming out in theaters, right? So yeah. I, when they announced Raya was doing the theaters and Premiere access, access, I thought, okay, this is their way of kind of testing this format to see what they want to do with their, other, with their other releases coming out next year. So... After this, um, it's very it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens here. Um, I we have we don't have the Disney Plus number for Raya and the Last Dragon. I also what I will say about that about Raya uh, is that I don't think it was marketed the way I okay. I've definitely seen more of Tom and Jerry than Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> Yeah, it's I haven't. Weird. I haven't seen too much for Raya, so it's yeah. That's, that is weird. They didn't. Yeah, this, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Disney didn't know what to do or how to do it well. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I I, I noticed that. Uh, but as far as as far as other reasons why, because yeah, you're right. Tom and Jerry did not have a premium cost on HBO Max, and it still opened really well. But uh, you and I last week were talking more about you know how this HBO Max thing, how it is as far as, you know, uh, people who are having, who, who have the apps and stuff. And Disney plus does have a lot of subscribers. So maybe some of that number did go to Disney plus and, uh, families figured, you know, okay, let's just, it's a family film and, uh, uh, we already have Disney plus, uh, why not just do it? And maybe the, on the other side, when it came to Tom and Jerry, it's more so, uh, okay, so uh, we don't have HBO max. Let's just go see it. I don't feel like getting HBO max or something, you know? So maybe that could have, played in some sort of a factor but it is very and I, I do think the competition also is what took away from because you also have a big a big uh, another big animated film that came out the week prior that is not losing any any steam anytime soon so and i know um, uh, we criticize but again 30 dollars is still cheaper than going to the movies if you have a family a family uh, of course yeah and you get that benefit of the kids can turn it on whenever they want now because I mean, yeah. you don't outright own it, but you still—I mean, it's there as long as you keep the service. So I mean, yeah. if the kids love it, they can just watch it over and over and over again if they want to, which is is the case for Tom and Jerry as well. But like you said, a lot of people have Disney Plus, so I don't know. I don't know what to to make of it. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. just shocked when I first saw the number. Um, Shocked mm-hmm. and a little disappointed because I, I really loved the movie. So I I was hoping it was going to do great. But hopefully those behind the scenes Disney Plus numbers are good. 
I hope so because if they weren't and it just comes down with with you know interest levels, um, I'm gonna be just really disappointed because uh, I think we uh, as critics and in this space and uh, people you know with Southeast Asian descent were really really hyping up this movie and telling their you know audiences to support it and i definitely was when we had kayla on this show on the on the review and you know to support it or if they didn't feel comfortable to spend that 30 dollars. so i'm really hoping a lot of people either went and the people who didn't go they at least watched it on the premiere um, so I have I don't to know say, what... I saw this. I saw this Thursday night, and sure. uh, the theaters here are at forty percent capacity or less. But my theater was the full, the most full I've had since the pandemic started. At least uh, it was quite. There was a lot of people in there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, I didn't conduct an official survey. But my theater, like all the little families and stuff, like legit broke out in applause when the movie was over. So I take that as a pretty good sign that they really enjoyed the film um so i hope i hope it gets some sort of word of mouth i hope people talk about it and other people give it a chance if they weren't maybe interested before honestly at the end of the day i think what it's really is about is just the uh as long as people of uh, of asian descent felt represented in this film then i'm totally fine about how the number is uh you know we, we, we do talk about how much the Asian audience do come out for films where they, you know, where they feel that represent representation is as far, you know, I feel like if Minari, if we weren't in a pandemic, Minari would have done great numbers, just like a parasite and then the farewell and, you know, crazy rich Asians and stuff. So I, as long as, um, people felt the rest of the representation you said your theater was an applause that kind of reminded me of when i saw parasite and it was just a full to the brim and i just did not expect it you know and so i'm really happy to hear that 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 story when you told when you said that story i was literally like so happy because i'm like i haven't we haven't gotten those kind of moments in so long yeah so um you know it's good to hear but i do hope that the movie um does well at least on disney plus because eight million is still good for the pandemic but you know um we'll see just for the weekend it's not that far off of what tenet pulled for the pure weekend still one of the bigger releases of the pandemic bigger than the new mutants but yeah i think after (laughs) i think we all started getting hope that Maybe we were coming back when we saw Tom and Jerry overperform like that, and not maybe we're not quite there yet. That's that's the other thing is maybe maybe we thought things were starting to to turn around a little bit sooner, and we're not we're not as far along as we thought. But yeah, yeah, I, which I'm excited for because these numbers, I mean, all these numbers are the best numbers we've gotten since this all started as far as an abundance of movies doing pretty good. So I'm just hoping that this means that closer and closer towards the summertime, as long as everyone is being safe, that this means that we're going to have a pretty decent summer going into the fall, you know? Yeah. So I'm super excited to see what happens, you know? So, um, yeah, let's go into number two spot. So coming in at number two is top. 
ooh, sorry, is Tom and Jerry, which brought in $6.6 million in its second week of release, which is a 53.2% drop. However, it did, in fact, add 88 theaters, which brings it up over 2,500 theaters total. Now that has the new Warner Brothers title up to $57.3 million worldwide and $23 million in domestic totals. Uh, yeah, this was a, it's still, I mean, I think we kind of call that, you know, I don't, we didn't, we didn't expect because of what was, what's been happening with animated films, uh, when the pandemic kind of theater openings, we didn't expect for this kind of, uh, like a massive drop for Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I think this is great. You know, 66, uh, like six out, God, six million <laughs> and, um, <laughs> six million in its second weekend is, is big. It's, it's good. And it, it added about 88 theaters, uh, still, still in the same kind of amount of theaters that it was in last week, which is still good. Total gross being up to twenty three million. I, I don't think a lot of people were wasn't were expecting this. So I'm yeah. super excited that the movie is doing well. Although, you know, I didn't see it, but you know, I'm just happy that <laughs> I'm. You know, you know how way back in the day, where you and I were doing these shows, even the movies that I hated, I'm like, you know, as long as people are going. Like, remember, remember Downton Abbey? I didn't get it. But as long as people are going to the theaters and theaters are still doing well, because I, I although I do love when the big blockbusters do well, I like when smaller films kind of surprise us. And although Tom and Jerry is still Warner Bros and it's animated and it's not so much of a smaller film, it's not that big, gigantic blockbuster that would do crazy numbers. So I'm glad that it's doing it's on a, it's on a nice little train. Yeah, it's, it's doing really well. And like we said, I'm sure... I don't know if it bumped numbers like Wonder Woman did for HBO Max, but I'm sure it's definitely getting watches over there. That's where I watched it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you watched it? You said HBO Max, right? Yeah, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. You just don't. I just don't know how to like because you would think a movie that's free. Well. I I don't know how as far as everything because you would think a movie that's free on HBO Max would do not as well because of the uh, you know not being behind a massive paywall. It's only the how much is HBO Max like fifteen. Yeah. So I um yeah it's interesting, but I am happy to see it fifty three percent drop. Next week I still don't see a massive drop. I think it will be it'll still be well into the millions next week. So I'm just interested to see how 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 know how the legs will hold up for this one you know yeah so let's get into number three what do we got so coming in at number three is chaos walking yes you heard that right it actually was released we finally saw this lionscape (laughs) film see the light of day to the tune of 3.825 million from just under 2000 theaters that brings the film's overall worldwide total up to 6.425 million. Uh, 3.8 for the old Chaos Walking. Honestly, it's a lot better than I expected for Chaos <laughs> Walking. Uh, yeah, the movie didn't have the right amount of reviews. You know, we did say, okay. The action movies, not, I mean, Tenet still did really good. Everyone, yeah. everyone calls Tenet like a failure, but Tenet did really good for coming out in the, in the middle. Yeah. It wasn't even like Tenet came out a weeks ago. Tenet came out in the middle of all of this, you know, and it's still open to 20. 
right? Yeah. So we did kind of see a trend when it came to some of these action movies in the pandemic. Uh, you know, it was like the early, I think I forget which one it was. It was like a Liam Neeson one that came out yeah. that did okay, you know, and like a, you know, they're unhinged, was, with unhinged was the one I was thinking about. Yeah, like, you know, I, I we're seeing a lot of the action kind of movies do well, and we haven't really got a taste of seeing how like a sci-fi would do. And uh, you mix Tom Holland's name and Daisy Ridley, and you see a poster or you see a trailer with them too, and it's um, it it still has the YA vibes. Maybe that helps a little bit, you know, it yeah. being a YA and bringing in a lot of like teenagers and and young adults and stuff. So um, I really wish we had like age bracket. You know how they do like in the ratings yeah. for TV. I really wish we had like age brackets for like box office. Maybe we do somewhere, but um. Yeah, I just like I just think all of that came into factor when it came to Chaos Walking. So once again, I didn't like it, but good, good, good for <laughs> Chaos Walking and Lionsgate. Good, good little win here. And that's the thing is, yeah, it's a little bit older than Raya, but you know, it's still teenagers. So all of these top three are targeting teens and below in the age bracket, and you know, vying for that type of audience. So. It's a lot of it's a lot of young leaning films all coming out right around each other, really fighting for the same people to go watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um I'm super like super super excited that I don't know seeing these numbers, seeing like three no seeing four films open up in the millions is like jarring to me right now. You know, because I first didn't look... time we've had three films open in the same weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And they all did well. They all did okay. Like Chaos Walking. I mean, if you say, oh, well, Dwayne, it didn't open to like seven, three point eight. The movie looks bad. Okay. A lot of it was not like a it's not it's not a heavily, heavily marketed. It wasn't even marketed all that well. And so, I mean, with what it what what they have around the movie, you have a YA for young adults. You have Tom Holland. You have a uh, you have Daisy Ridley. You you know you have good leads and stuff. So, you know, a lot of it could have played in the factor. And the action films have been doing pretty good since the pandemic started. So, um, yeah. So it, it's just it's just yeah, we haven't had three film three films opening and and all of them doing pretty good for what they are is a huge win for box office definitely so um that being said let's go to number four this this is this is a surprising number for me but <laughs> yeah. i think i know why once again go ahead so coming in at number four we have boogie which brought in 1.2 million dollars for focus features and that brings the smaller independent film up to just the 1.2 currently as it hasn't had an international release so yeah, this was quite the shock, I would say. Uh yeah, I saw this trailer by accident because I was watching basketball and uh they dropped the trailer in the middle of a commercial, you know, during the basketball game and I said, "What is that?" And then I said, "Oh my god, it's an indie kind of feel to it. It's not going to do well. I mean, they haven't not come to indies that much at all in this box office." Um, and then I see this number and I was shocked because 1.2 is good for this, for this mm-hmm. film, but, uh, indie films, I mean, is it, can you classify as an indie for this one? Kind of like a lesser, uh, it's not, um, yeah, it's not big. That's for sure. 
Yeah, so the, the smaller films have not been doing well as far as box office goes. You'll have, like, News of the World that's, like, doing okay or something. But, like, most of the smaller film ha- films have not been doing really, really good at all. So to see something like this open in only 1,200 theaters, open up open up with 1.2, you, have, you don't really have any names in the film. And I just think, once again, it's about a, it's a coming-of-age movie about an Asian basketball player, aspiring basketball player. And once again, the Asian audience will come out if they're yeah. being represented. It's the same with the black audience. It's the same for a lot of um, multiracial, you know, fans of movies. So yeah. I was, I was really happy to see this number. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to, ch- I'm going to try to check it out soon. I haven't seen it, but yeah, this is, is it the VOD. Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. I do not. I just know it's in the theaters. I'm, I'm not sure if it's on VOD. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with this. I haven't seen it either. But this is as good, if not better, than a lot of these Oscar contenders open to. So, (laughs) like Promising Young Woman and all them that we really thought would open bigger, this is right on par with them uh, when it comes to smaller indie films getting released. So it's a great opening, I would say. And honestly, I don't think this is all that far off from what it would have done any other time of the year. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I think if you if you release this anytime, I mean, hey, we've had a bunch of smaller films open crazy, and even we'd be like, what, you know? So yeah. maybe this could have been like a you never know. Maybe it could have been like a twelve million, ten million kind of movie, eight million in a normal time, you know? Like I, uh, it, it could have been, you know, you basketball fans and uh, you know the Asian audience and stuff like that, people who are just fans of of coming of age films and basketball. I mean, I, yeah, so. Um, because there was like a movie that's a basketball movie it's not really the coming of age but like uncle drew with like uh i didn't remember that doing i remember that doing pretty good for what it was you know so and that i mean okay it's a bunch of basketball players you know and then the star is kyrie irving and it opens to 15 million you know so uh i could definitely see this not as much as uncle drew because you do have the famous basketball players like shaquille o'neal and chris weber um in the film you know but i i I could have definitely seen like a a much higher number than 1.2 if this wasn't pandemic and surrounded by a lot of competition (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um all right number five and lastly so, come, rounding out our top five is The Crude's A New Age, which made an additional $780,000 in its 15th week of release, which is a 37.8% drop. That brings The Crude's domestic total up to $53.6 million, and the worldwide total is now at $157.6 million. And as we mentioned this film is already available to own and rent on Blu-ray and DVD. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, the Croods is insane. It's 15 weeks <laughs> and <laughs> top it's still five in the still. top five. And it's an animated movie that came out 15 weeks ago. So that's why I totally believe even Raya and Tom and Jerry are going to have great legs. Uh, even though Raya didn't open up to a massive number, I I, uh, I don't know if, how big the drop will be next week. I still see like a 50, 50% drop at least for the movie. But um, these animated films have been doing the best uh, as far as all the films go when it comes to this pandemic. Maybe it's just family, like parents, like get the hell out of the house, you know, let's get into a theater or something like that so yeah uh yeah i just like this um and i i I think it has something to do with as far as kids when it comes to the virus as well 
and uh, I don't know if the I don't know if it was like kids. I know kids can get it and, con- and contract it, but it's not like a big as big of an issue as like when you're like older, you know. Yeah. So uh, maybe that has something to do with like you know these movies doing so well. Uh, so yeah, you know, um, great for the crew. The new age is already on Blu-ray and like it's third week. <laughs> so <laughs> it's still bringing in a big box office, which is good. 70, uh, 780,000 is still a pretty solid number. So, um, yeah. All right. Any other stories from the weekend? Not much yeah, not here. Really seeing all that much, my Salinger year premiered, but I haven't even heard of that. Uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about Nomadland dropping sixty one percent. It it Oof. won the director award. Did it win best picture? It won best picture the, too. It won the best picture at the Golden Globes, and, and it, just, it shed six hundred theaters. Half of its theater count gone. Yeah, vanished. It don't. It's only the. This is what I mentioned earlier, guys, about um, indie flicks. This only opened up to one point one point two. I mean, the total is 1.2 right total. now. Yeah, it's total. total is the same right. as what Boogie just made. Just made. So, yeah, Nomad Land. Like I said, the indie indies are doing terrible as far as box office goes. Uh, Land, I feel like we were talking about Land in the top 10 or something last week, and it's dropped all the way to the number 13 spot. Yeah. Uh, 2.3 million total for that one. Promising Young Woman. Uh, Promising Young Woman has come around a little bit as far as its total, 5.3 million, but yeah. uh, still, you got this war with Grandpa with 20 million total, <laughs> you know, so what is going on here? The, um, yeah, again, News of the World is the biggest one, sitting there with 12 million total. Yep. Yeah, that's the biggest That's the biggest indie that's doing pretty well. Monster Hunter is doing good, uh, you know, uh, 14, 14.3 million total, and uh, yeah, the highest total on this list right now is The Crude's A New Age with 53 million dollars domestic with on the you know in the 15 theater 15 weeks in the theater yeah, wonder woman 1984 number 11 you know well 11 11 um number seven in the box office which is still pretty good for wonder woman yeah, it's not bad out. yeah i think that's the main film that's like the head of every theater still you know yeah. i think now it's starting to dwindle with like you know, with the releases like raya and then tom and jerry or even chaos walking but for the longest um like when my pipe burst the other like you know last week and i had to be in the hotel yeah. uh I, we have a theater at the hotel that i was at there's a theater right around the corner it's like oh i might go see a movie and then literally it's just wonder woman wonder woman wonder woman <laughs> and then whatever you know so yeah um i think you know i, I think it's doing good for yeah. what for you know for for the hbo max stuff and whatnot question for you do you think tom and jerry will surpass wonder woman um, it's the same thing question. free hbo uh hbo max warner bros and they both had uh i think wonder woman dropped more than tom and jerry did in its second week um because mm. it opened a little bit bigger i don't know i think they're gonna be close honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it yeah. might pass it because like you said these movies have it's had great legs in. And it's closing in pretty. It's already about the half. Actually, it surpassed the halfway point uh, for Wonder Woman 1984. And Wonder Woman 1984 has been in the theater for 11 weeks. And this is only week two for Tom and Jerry. So um, I could totally see it surpassing. I don't think it's going to surpass Tenet, of course. But I think it's totally surpassing um, Wonder Woman 1984. It'll be interesting to see if it can catch up to 
the Croods. I, I don't think so. I think the Croods might be out of reach too. But I think Wonder yeah. Woman is definitely at play. It could pass it up. <laughs> oh, nobody's touching the Croods. It's out of here. The Croods, like at least for now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get into what's coming out next week. Nothing. Nothing. It's like you know. next week is the week off again. <laughs> week off, right? Um, it's like we'll just see how Raya falls, how hard it yeah. falls. Yeah. Hopefully, they I, all have pretty solid holds with nothing when's new. the next big when's the next big opening not seeing much well, i don't know if we count zack snyder's as a big opening because i don't think it's getting that wide of a release but okay i don't even see on the like map as far as like releases go i still don't see it so um we've got zilla and kong i guess and kong which is the 31st at the end of the month so uh you'll see us still everyone next week for talk about you know reyes numbers but so you said the following week is that Zack Snyder's film? Yeah, and I've been—I don't know why it's so hard to find that information. I'm pretty much positive they said it was getting some theatrical. The, yeah, yeah, because so. people were talking about a four-hour break. So yeah, I mean, or a four-hour movie at the movie or at the movie theater. So I'm yeah, almost hundred percent positive. So Zack Snyder should be the week after that, and then Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna yeah, so we'll pretty much be he actually okay. I think for the schedule for the box office show as of right now, I think we'll be we'll definitely be here next week to talk about uh, where kind of Raya and the Last Dragon lands, as well as Tom and Jerry to get those numbers. And then the following week, uh, we'll, we'll be here to talk about uh, the um, Justice League, see how that does. And uh, we'll probably take a break after that. And then wait until Godzilla vs. Kong comes out and see what's going on with the box office. All right. So I'm excited. Are you going to see that one in theaters? I am. I think yes. I have to. Yeah, I have yeah, to. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double mask and I'm gonna wipe. How was it when you went? Was that like your first time in a while when you went to go see Raya? Yeah, it's my first time since October, because I did go a couple times when we reopened the first time. Um, but it was good. It was, it was solid. Um yeah, yeah, Raya, Raya was uh okay, so you went to AMC? Yes. Is the A list back on? Yes. What's going on? Yeah, you okay. can you can unpause it or it'll stay paused until like oh, July now. They extended it. it. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Well, I don't know if I'll unpause it just because I don't think I'm gonna go back after Godzilla. We'll see what's coming out. <laughs> but it's looking like 'cause it's looking like it's looking like Black Widow stay is keeping that May release. Lord have Mercy. Oof, then we saw I, a couple movies move up. Uh, Quiet Place yeah. Two moved up, and then what was the other one that moved up? Uh, it was I know was it Mission Impossible? Oh God, no, it was, was Peter it? Rabbit. That's what I was. Yeah, it was something else too. But uh, yeah. listen, so I am excited to go back. To, I miss AMC so much. Alex has gone a lot, but um, yeah, I I, I haven't been there just because you know, um, my mom is vaccinated, so I'm not I'm not as worried as yeah. far as like bringing something home anymore. So that's fine, but I am. I really want. I gotta see. I gotta see Godzilla versus Kong and IMAX, yes. and I really have to see those kaiju's on the big screen. And I watch it again over the weekend. Period. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I watch it on HBO Max over the weekend. Hopefully, they're doing that 4K render like they did Wonder Woman yeah. 1984. They have to. They better. You gotta fix that on the app. That's like one of the main reasons why I'm not always on it. Cause like I got a 4K TV. I need the best quality. You feel me? So. <laughs> All right, everyone. So that is the, the box office schedule as of right now. If anything happens crazy, like if if, if Justice League opens to like twenty, it won't. But if it does, we'll be back to like 
the next weekend after that to talk about the drop and see how how much and how big is it is and how little it is as far as this following weekend. But as far as right now, the schedule, I'll actually pull up a calendar because we have a lot of hardcore fans of this show that only listen to this show on this pod. So I like that. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, okay. We'll be back next week on the 14th, March 14th, of course. And then we'll be back on the 21st. And then uh, we'll take a break on the 28th in case, you know, uh, something goes crazy. And then we'll be back uh, April 4th uh, to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. So stay tuned. Um, I'm excited. Uh, box office finally back. I don't know if you, if you, if uh, listeners will remember the depressiveness in our voices when this like started, <laughs> like the when we were trying to figure out what's going on as far as this show. But I'm happy that it's back in full form, and I'm excited for the future. So thank you guys for joining us, uh, Larry. Want you to let everyone know they can follow you. You can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, uh, the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as far as scheduling goes. Nothing else for today. Tomorrow, I have morning movies with myself and Brett Murphy, and then Cinemania Live later on tomorrow in the day, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I have an interview, the Origin Story podcast with Ren his birthday so say happy birthday to ren everyone when you when you see him or twitter or whatever uh it's on his channel ren geekness uh it's it's uh origin story with myself find out all about me and make sure you guys all say happy birthday to larry tomorrow thank you yay all right bye, <laughs> bye. thank you guys for joining us <laughs> bye <laughs>